What if I wanted to break? Laughing or laughing your face. What would you do? What if I fell to the floor? Couldn't take this anymore. What would you do? 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 sing together now. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Make a path. Make a path. Just one time around. Just me and the people down here. Are you ready?
one here saying happy pump day ass well looky here i'm first on a pump day what's next winning the lotto uh cowboys girl says good morning ass family happy pump day to my people uh douglas says happy wednesday ass family getting over the hump pump day that counts day. Yeah. pump day uh andrew says happy pump day ass family even though to joey b you dumb son of a bitch you're still my president we have an update on the dumb son of a bitch here in just a little second. Uh, let's see. Uh, Andrew, he's your former vice president, LOL. Uh, Straight Fire says, I like my big humps and I cannot lie. Good morning to you, Straight Fire, my man. Special Kale says, morning, folks. Uh, Hot Mama says, happy hump day. Christopher says, let's go. Hump day. Uh, in front says happy pump day, y'all. Uh, and then Christopher says, oh yeah, today I got my early access press pass. Awesome job. Way to go, Christopher. For the new movie Moonfall. That sounds like a James Bond movie. Is that another James Bond movie? Thought they were done. So you guys are going to get a super early review tomorrow morning. Moonfall doesn't even come out till the 4th. Bam! That is the power of the Arnie State Show right there. Getting Christopher into movies two weeks ahead of time when I'll be seeing Jackass. Uh, my daughter wants to see that, Christopher. I didn't know your daughter was such a big James Bond fan. That's cool. Look forward to the review. Braddy Kid is in the house, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. Please stand and rise. Braddy Kid, I hope that you have a wonderful day today. Arise says good morning. Uh, Alicia says, morning, everyone. Adam J is in the house. Buenos dias, Arnie. Woohoo, ass in the morning. Ogre says, Buenos dias, familia. What a stupid son of a bitch. Oh, Joe Biden, I'd love you. What a stupid son of a bitch. Uh, I couldn't sleep at all. Woke up early and watched two documentaries. Let's just say I know way too much about Monopoly. All right. Uh, lots and lots to get to today. Now, I, I have to thank Alicia for this. Uh, Alicia sends me a whole lot of stuff, including this update that Nancy Pelosi will be running for her 19th term. Uh, there's a shocker. You know, a few months ago, we, we, we played this little uh, doozy here on, and a new segment, 
what the rest of the world thinks about Joe Biden. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. Yeah, that, that was an Irish reporter. Here is a British news, uh, like, I guess it's like news night in Great Britain. Here's what they think of Joe Biden. Of what in God's name is Joe Biden trying to say? No little expression, time is money. As one computer said, if you're on the train and they say Portal Bridge, you know you better make other plans. Let's just not ignore that. Let's go over it. As one computer said, if you're on the train and they say Portal Bridge, you know you better make other plans. I've got nothing. I love okay, it. let's let's, love let's leave this. that to one side and see what else the president said. Oh this yes, week. let's In see. Fact, we're taking a page from Terry's book when he was governor and when he'd be governor next time. We're emerging from this pandemic. We want to expand peak pre-K for three and four-year-olds. Millions of pre-K. <laughs> this man needs a retirement home and a warm bowl of soup. Of what in God's name is Joe Biden trying to say? Oh my gosh, it's it. It really it shouldn't be this funny. I mean, it shouldn't be funny at all. We're talking about the lead, the man who represents you and I. He's the president of the United States of America. And I guess liberals felt this way with Donald Trump, but I don't know how. I, I mean, honestly, like, I am completely... People think all Americans now are that dumb. I would rather them think that all Americans are all that brash and that assholishness. That's what I would rather. I, I don't want them to think we're all stupid because this is the man we elected. How stupid are we? That this is the best choice. This fucking guy. I promise you, the president has a big stick. What a stupid son of a bitch. I, I mean, I could go through and do the entire bit again like I did yesterday with the stupid son of a bitch. I love when other countries' news reporters make fun of Joe Biden. It is so fantastic. Pre-K farmer roof. <laughs> hey, Derek, good morning to you and happy. Oh, uh, wait, got to get back to that one. Uh, happy Pump day. to you as well, my brother. What the fuck was that? People are clapping. We are a laughing stock around the world. At least we make people laugh, yeah. I feel like Stone Cold Steve Austin when I hear Biden. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> To be fair, enough Americans are dumb for supposedly voting for Biden. Very true. Very true. Well, I'd love, I would love to sit down with a bunch of first-time Democrat voters from the last election and just look at them and go, so what do you have to say for yourself now? You were tired of paying, you know, only like two bucks for gas, right? Yeah, you were, you were sick of that. Oh, you, you were also not worried about nuclear bombs dropping on us because Russia's about to invade Ukraine and China's going to do whatever they want? Oh, you, you, you're worried about that now. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Oh, I believe me, straight fire. I understand orange man bad. He has no orange skin. He good. 
He good, no orange skin. Orange skin, bad. I wish we would stop judging people on the color of their skin and the content of their character. I believe someone said something about that a few years ago. By the way, this genius, this fucking valedictorian rocket scientist. This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. No. You're not going to be in an ICU unit. Yeah. And you're not going to die. What a stupid son of a bitch. Uh, the White House stands by the decision to urge Americans to leave the Ukraine. How dare you? Uh, are those Americans that live in Ukraine that fucking stupid then? Hey, hey, thank you, White House, for urging Americans to leave a, a, about to be a war-riddled area. Y- you think you want them to leave? I think they're going to want to be out of there, and guess what? That, I don't like the current moving service that's available. Do we not remember... The last time a bunch of Americans, and I don't mean to laugh because it really isn't funny, but it is. The last time a bunch of Americans needed to get out of a hostile area, do we not recall what happened? Oh, I know there are 13 parents in this country that sure as fuck do. And we're supposed to trust him. Uh, When Trump started, I don't remember feeling this way about him. I wasn't happy with his choice of Betsy DeVos, and I I ripped off, uh, ripped on her. I was just annoyed for a little while and then saw what he was actually doing, became very happy with his work. Biden thinks George Floyd gave (laughs) that damn speech. Uh, I may get back to Alicia's statement here. Uh, I can say my mom is a lifelong Democrat voter, and she's always supported the president, no matter whom is elected, supported the process. She has not started calling him Sleepy Joe. I don't even think she realized it. And she sits and watches speak as if it's a comedy sketch. She called me last week. Jenny, did you hear what Sleepy Joe said? He went on for over an hour and just babbled and babbled. Bottom line, if the president can't, Act unpresidential enough for even my mom to forget to respect you. You need to retire. Amen. Um, a lot of people were worried about Trump. Like that, This is the thing. When Donald Trump was elected, I'll never forget. Never, ever forget it. Watching the news coverage at like 1.45 in the morning, my dad calls me. He goes, are you watching this? And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm glued to the TV. And this is... 1.45, 2 o'clock in the morning, West Coast time. I remember watching it, and, and I, I didn't know what kind of president he was going to be. I thought, honestly, I'll tell you this right now. I thought he was just going to be some kind of lame-ass shit duck president, kind of like what Arnold Schwarzenegger was in California when he was the governor. I didn't expect a lot out of him. And I'll say this right now. I don't know if we necessarily did get a lot out of him. He brought, I, I honestly think that he did bring back a sense of American pride. Somewhat. I, I don't want to give him full credit for it. And I think that what he was doing, he wanted to impact the country and he wanted to do good. I, I, I don't think, when, when I look back at his presidency, I don't see him leading for a party. 
or leading for uh, a group of people. Now, does that make him awesome? No, it doesn't make him awesome or great, but that's what I, that's what I saw of him. Everybody else to me is just kind of a figurehead of this one party or this other party. Barack Obama was, uh, I, I would say he was about as close because they let him do what he wanted to do. I didn't like what he did. I, I, I'll tell you right now, I was not a fan of Barack Obama. So if you want to say I'm a racist, you go right ahead. I never voted for him, and I think he got nothing done for America. But I think he tried. That's what I'll give Barack Obama. He tried. And I think Donald Trump tried as well to, to, make, better, to make America a better place. But what's happening now uh, in the people that I see on uh, coming up, I, I don't know what to think. Red and White says, I'm hoping for a meltdown at the State of the Union. Oh, God, I want him to take a nap in the middle of it. For me, I was happy that he took uh, shit by the balls. He pissed everyone off and told him, uh, that told me he was doing the right thing because all those fuckers are looking only in their own pockets. Yes. When it comes to that, yes. See, the person that's in that chair, the person that's in that office, this is why I respect that office so much. I, I, in my lifetime, I haven't liked the majority of presidents. Honestly, I, I, I haven't. I, I, I can't stand this one. I was not a fan of Barack Obama. Um, Bush, I, I, I just I like him as a man. He was a bad president, but I like him as a guy. Um, his dad, I wasn't a big fan of his dad, but I liked his dad a lot better than I liked Bill Clinton. But Bill Clinton wasn't horrible. I loved Ronald Reagan. Jimmy Carter was an idiot. And I don't remember enough about Gerald Ford. Fuck, I'm old. I was alive in the Ford administration. God damn, Arnie, stop talking. Fuck me. Yeah, back in the Ford administration. Oh, my God. (laughs) What are you talking about, Arnie? Obama never left office. He's still running shit. My bad. Yeah, I mean, Jen P. Sucky let it out yesterday. Uh, I really enjoy working for President O. Biden. Uh, Biden. Remember when he got the bloody eye at the debates? I'm half expecting him to stroke out if someone stresses him out with tough questions. Dude, we were alive for the Nixon administration. That We're that old. Yeah, I mean, the very end of Nixon. The very end of Nixon. I was born when Reagan was president. Jesus, I remember that election. I wanted to vote in that election. Not that he needed me. I I think uh, he beat Walter Mondale worse than he beat Jimmy Carter, but he destroyed Mondale. Woof. God damn, we were born under the Nixon administration? Wow. Good old tricky dick. Yes, yeah, so the White House is standing by its urging to uh, of Americans to leave Ukraine. Hey, hey, real quick, I know that I'm only a, a podcast host, and at most I was a radio Hall of Famer. Let me all urge all Americans, don't even go to the Ukraine. There is nothing there for you. 
They have crocodile and the color gray. Everywhere you look in the Ukraine, gray. Good God. I can't even look at their letters. They got backward K's, backward N's, W's that look like capital E's turned on the side. Jesus. When I was born, Bush Sr. was the president. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. I I, I think I might have voted. That might have been my first one I voted in. <laughs> Ukraine's number one export is bad guys for action movies. Yeah, number two export <laughs> is... It's, it's the uh, the heroin-addicted hookers that we need to see in movies that all work in fucking, you know, Russian brothels. But good vodka, yeah. That hit like a ton of bricks, eh, Arnie? I was born during the Ford administration. I mean, if we really look back on our time here on Earth, I think we'd be truly awe-inspiring to think of the things we saw invented. Oh, I, I would agree. I mean, uh, and the first one I would start with is the goddamn remote control. Because Arnie used to be the remote control. Man, we got one of them. Life took, I mean, look, our generation gave us the remote control, the microwave oven, martinizing. I mean, you think of all the great stuff that we and our generation has given us, that's it right there. Number three export, radioactive waste, yes. Uh, my first time was with GW, okay. Chicken Kiev, preheat oven to over 50,000 degrees and have a meltdown. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you're an American right now listening in Ukraine, let me just say, leave, get out now. The Ruskies are... <laughs> The Redcoats are coming. The Redcoats are coming. Get out. If you don't have, look, look, and you you might be able to speak the language fluently, even accent right? But they're going to look at you. And if you don't have a chin and a forehead that look like they're made out of granite, they're going to know you're not from the Ukraine. Yeah, it was the Nixon era. Number four export, mail order brides. <laughs> oh, all right. So, yes, uh, if you're an American living in the Ukraine, please, please leave. before. Here, here, here's what you should tell them. Leave before the government gets involved. And by government, I mean the U.S. government. Remember last time, we've got the Kabul skydiving team to thank for the last pullout we had. Every time Joe pulls out, it's bad. It's going to be bad in, in, in Ukraine. It's horrible in Kabul. And then Hunter. His pullout game is not strong. Uh, all right, let's see. what. Who are we going to mess with now? Is this still the Biden? Oh, yeah. Biden's first. Uh, Biden administration took one right up the old caboose yesterday when they had to withdraw their COVID-19 vaccination testing regulations aimed at large businesses. Yep, that's gone. Well, you remember when he announced that he was so proud? 
He was so proud to keep everyone safe. You want to keep your job, you're going to get tested. You're either going to get tested or you're going to have a vaccine. All companies that have over 100 employees, we're going to make you do this. And then OSHA is like, I don't know. And then the Supreme Court's like, no, no, Joe. Joe, you can't do it. <laughs> I need to get Joe Biden going, oh, man. Come on, man. Just an all, oh, man. Not come on, man, but the <laughs> Supreme Court shot him down. Come on, man. He's walking away. He looks at John Roberts. What a stupid son of a bitch. Now, let's take a look at Joe Biden's victory, shall we, as a president? Green New Deal. Mm. Paid off all student loans. What else we got? Uh, um, oh, wiped out COVID. No, no, didn't do that either. Uh, let's see. What else has he done? Uh, gas prices hiked way up. Oh, wait, no, no, no. We got to give him, we got to give him a check for that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Remember all those things he said he was going to do? Oh, oh, I know. He was going to bring the country closer together. Now, I know he's elected for four years, but can you imagine, let's say you're the boss, which, by the way, the American people are. Let's say you're the boss, and you have a company, and the guy that you put in charge of the company has had failure after failure after failure after failure after failure with no victories in there. Police departments have been defunded because uh, under this guy's watch. We have murder in the streets happening, and I know Kyle Rittenhouse was looking out for himself, but he still gunned down two people in the streets. These are the American streets that he is in charge of now. We have record number of people being killed in Chicago under his watch. When, when, when does the buck finally stop? These are all legit questions. What is the president doing about any of it? He's allowed a terrorist group, the Taliban, to now be recognized by other countries as a government. They're a terrorist group. They're not a government. But it's happened under this guy's watch. And Americans don't care. They don't care because it doesn't really affect them. This is why I said this last election was so Intriguing to see what happened. The rest of the world is crumbling and it's all going to fall on top of us and we're all just sitting back watching this happen. We don't get involved until it becomes our problem. 
And, and that's just in our makeup. That's our DNA. That's our, 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 our code as Americans. Because, man, we were all mouthy and we were all political when a fucking cold shut down America for an entire year and the government started handing out money. Why? Because that affected us. And that's why Donald Trump is out of office and this buffoon's in. Oh, it's it, it's going to, it, it will eventually crumble down upon to us to where it is our problem. I mean, honestly, uh, the immigration, let, let, let's look at that. Hmm. That was another thing he promised. He'd fix immigration. Because he put stupid in charge of that. Every time he opens his mouth, he fails. Every time he does something, he fails. His dogs are racist. They bit black members. This is a real thing. They bit only the black members of the Secret Service. (laughs) What the fuck? Even his damn dogs. Nobody likes his wife. I mean, seriously, she goes on TV and... So please keep wearing your mask, even when you're out walking your dog. Right, guys? Fuck you, Jill. Mm-hmm. You're a horrible fucking woman. You are. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. Damn right. This kind of shit, Amen. ineffective... Uh, terrible. <laughs> to be fair, Biden was taking a nap, yeah, during everything. And it's funny now. Did you hear that Joe looked at his dog and said, What a stupid son of a bitch. That. Oh, man. And they keep, and this is how you can tell he's so out of touch, is they keep going back to something that we all, we, we, we're seeing it now due to the fact that the media is like, oh, okay, we're done with this guy. Uh, the horrible and dreaded Omicron has shown signs of ebbing as U.S. cases fall dramatically and hospitalizations level out. (laughs) After a week? Two weeks? Gone. But hey, hey, the bad stuff's not hitting until February, even though... The CDC data shows it's leveling off and it's going away. This is the, the this is the movie Caddyshack. When Bill Murray takes the pre-chair out to play golf, oh, I don't think the heavy stuff's coming down for a while. No, you, we, we're done with it. It's over. I love seeing stories like this. It's so funny, and I, and I love how they show the spores. The little round with the red, like, horns coming out like it's evil. Ooh. Stop it. Well, Arnie, she's doing what she does, and she's doing it every day. Well, that that's just Captain Nincompoop. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that... There are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. What a stupid son of a bitch. What a stupid son of a bitch. I mean, really. 
Biden made a big deal about his staff treating the media with respect. I guess it's a classic case of do what I do. It's it, That's all it is with these people. All I'm seeing in the last year and a half or two years since all this started is a do as I say, not as I do, and it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I mean, do we even need to, to, to even think about it with Hunter Biden? I can play the stupid games all day, and it fucking kills me in my head to play these games. Don Jr., picture, two hookers, and he's got a crack pipe in his mouth. The president probably would have been fucking, he would have been indicted over that or, or, or impeached over that as well. Nothing to see here. Wasn't us. Hunter Biden goes on national television and admits to smoking so much crack he used to get it mixed up with Parmesan cheese. I mean, these are funny things, but these have been said. And what's the blowback been? Nothing. Nothing to see here. Oh, it's so maddening. It is It is beyond maddening. And the political divide, that, that's the part that... I understand that we are in a political divide, but you have to understand, you have to be constant in your lifetime. Okay? You can change Republican, Democrat in your lifetime, but your, your morals and your belief system, it, it needs to stay kind of constant. And I bring that up because of Neil Young. Uh, watch what I do right here, right now. Now, I, I do like the Neil Young song, Rocking in the Free World. This uh, Wait here. Sorry. I, I, I do like this song. Uh... This one right here. Yeah, it's been deleted. I just deleted it. Due to Neil Young telling Spotify to remove his music or get rid of Joe Rogan. Due to what Joe Rogan is saying about The whole virus thing. Neil Young, who got his start in like the 60s, very politically active singer, is now telling people what they can and can't say? Hmm. They can have Rogan or Young, not both, he said. This, to me, just shows what singers and, 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 and people like that really are made of. Neil Young and his opposed to the man system all these years now is the man. He's not going to be okay with someone disagreeing with him or what he disagrees with, even though Joe Rogan hasn't been wrong. 
If people choose to follow what Joe Rogan does, so be it. If it was something that you agreed with and people went along with it, you'd be okay with it. I I, I don't have time for these people. I, I just don't. There's a super certain group of broadcasters that I would not want to be on the radio with, but you know what? Hey, if they generate the numbers to lead into my show, I don't care who's on. I, I have I, I I could care less, and I actually have personal beef with those some of those people. Neil Young ain't got a personal beef with fucking Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan would fucking destroy him. He'd fucking roundhouse him one time and be over. <sighs> yeah, he should update the song to keep on canceling in the woke world. You just need to get that sound bite of Shaggy. So I, I, I'm going to do that. It wasn't me. I bet when Neil Young was on Spotify, it's either Joe Rogan or Karma Spotify said, no, Rogan, we didn't need to hear the other choice. It's Joe. Rogan's advice hasn't killed anyone with CDC, Fauci, and who have killed millions. Exactly. Hey, 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 Neil. Neil, take your stuff off. That's fine. It's only costing you money. It's not like the droves of Neil Young fans don't already have all your vinyl records to begin with, you old fuck. But if he disagrees with you, he's going to take his balls and run home. Bye. See you, Felicia. Don't let the door. If I'm Spotify, I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, we're going to get rid of this guy who gives us 100 million fucking followers and listeners a day. Yeah, that, that that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to listen to you, aging rock star. Yeah, great idea. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate that. Bye, fucking dick. Nobody likes you anyway. You should go eat worms. Uh, oh, 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 I had, oh, man, did I have such an epiphany yesterday when I was out and about when I found this story. I have long equated COVID-19 to our generation's JFK. And by the way, once the, the media catches on to that and they start doing it, please remember I did it first. Because there's so much shit that we're never going to be told the truth about. And now it seems like... And, and I'm surprised, I'm honestly surprised that I didn't pick this out earlier or one of y'all didn't pick this out earlier. Do you know who Dr. In the world of JFK, and since I put it this way, it might be pretty easy to get. But in the world of JFK and all the moving pieces and everybody that was involved in that, who do you think Dr. or I'm sorry, Mr. Tony Fauci would be? If it was the JFK scenario, who would Mr. Tony Fauci be?
it is right there. V-Coop, last second. I can't believe that we haven't talked about this. No, he's not the, the gay porn fluffer or the Joe Pesci character. Anthony Fauci is going to be Lee Harvey Oswald. He's the patsy. LBJ because he did it. No, I I, I truly believe now. I, I still hate his guts. Don't get me wrong. Don't get I'm not I'm not looking to bail him out. But he's the fall guy. Republican leaders on the House Oversight and Judiciary Committees released excerpts of emails. They say reveal National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease Director. Dr. Anthony Fauci knew that COVID may have been intentionally modified and leaked from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In a letter to Health and Human Service Secretary, Representatives James Comer, Jim Jordan, pointed to a February 1st, 2020 conference call that included Fauci and former National Institute of Health Director Francis Collins in which the virus origins were discussed. It was on this conference call that Drs. Fauci and Collins were first warned COVID-19 may have leaked from the Wuhan facility and further may have been intentionally genetically manipulated. They're saying that he knew from the very beginning, and now they have proof. It's unclear if Fauci or Collins ever passed these warnings along to government officials or if they simply ignored them. You rise, you, you, have, you have ripped the words right from my brain. This does feel like a smoking gun, and yet part of me feels like nothing is going to happen because he's so insulated. Let's see how insulated he is. I'm ready to see him take some people down. Because if this man knew from the beginning we can all pin it on him just like we pin it on Lee Harvey Oswald. Man, oh man. Similarities? Well, I see some. That's in the real Fauci book. Uh, They told others in the sense, they, hey, don't believe this story about the lab if anyone says this. Yeah, this is all all made up. It was was a game they were playing. Isn't that amazing? Whoa, wow, where did this smoking gum finally come from? Two years later. Yeah, I, I... I, I truly see, we won't know who ordered this, Democrats, uh, but but it happened, and Dr. Fauci, Mr. Fauci, is their fall guy. He is totally their fall guy. Especially when you have stories like these next two real quick stories. Well, Lee Harvey Oswald was trying to stop the actual shooter in the grassy knoll. A Virginia hospital has denied an unvaccinated patient a spot 
on an active kidney transplant list. That goes along with this story. A Boston patient removed from heart transplant list because he's not vaccinated. He's 31. And he's on a heart wait list. The the kidney person, uh, Shamagar Connors, is a husband and a father of two. Now, let's talk about this real quick, shall we? You can be wherever you want to be about the vaccine. You can you can you can hate the the vaxxed or you can hate the unvaxxed. Uh, B. Coop says, yep, the hospital would have denied my wife's transplant without a vaccination. You see, they, they can have their beliefs and all that, but their number one rule is do no harm. How is this not doing harm? You're not allowing someone on a transplant list due to a, 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 a vaccination that really doesn't work? I'm not even going to say it has side effects and might kill you because it, it, it's happened, but not enough to worry about. But what has happened is enough people have gotten sick who have gotten the vaccination. I thought the first rule of every medical professional was to do no harm. Uriah says, I watched this movie, The God Committee, on Netflix with Kelsey Grammer. How they decide who gets transplants is freaking crazy. If the vaccine may cause heart issues from the research, why would that help someone afterwards with a heart transplant, right? I see these stories, and, and, and I just, I, I have to scratch my head. I go, wait a second. Hold on. How far will it go? Will they not treat somebody in an emergency room if they don't have a vaccine? Is that where we're headed? I I mean, I don't think we're headed there due to the fact that everything's dying down. But let's say things didn't die down. Let's say that we got yet another fucking variant, and we will. Then what? All the COVID treatment is harm, denying meds that work, quarantining people instead of treat, and not once has any public official told people to strengthen their immunity with vitamin C, D, or zinc. It was, but COVID changed everything for some reason, even though they were slowly working back. Come on, Arnie, it's 2022. The first rule of everything is do as you're told. Well, if you're if you're gonna if we're gonna revert back to that one, then then cause no harm. Do what you're told. I, uh, here, here's a, just a, a, a softball, I'll lob this one out there. What's happened to us? Have you ever thought about that? You remember like back in the day, back when I was growing up, like growing up in the, the, the 50s, 60s, 70s, kind of neighborhood, kind of watched everything that was happening. You know, if you fucked up, you know that somebody down the street, you know, your friend's parents, 
They can give you a swat on the ass if you fucked up. You know your parents ain't going to do nothing about it. Because you fucked up. When did we... And, and, and I don't know, maybe if you, you know what caused it, when did we stop looking out for one another? And, and not only stop looking out for one another, but we stopped and we wanted to see what we could get on one another. I mean, it was a, it was a complete 180. We started reporting people. Because maybe their kids came to school dirty. And you report them to CPS and CPS shows up and takes them away. When did we start doing that? When did we start allowing this? I I, I have this story for later, but I'm seeing a picture of her right now. A picture of her right now. And this gal makes me sick. Her name is Holly Madison. Holly Madison was a paid hooker to stay at the Playboy Mansion with that Bridget chick and the other <laughs> chick. They were paid there, and they were there for Hugh Hefner, and they wanted to be there. And there's this series that's running right now. I'm recording. It's going to be a 10-part series on Hugh Hefner. Her latest claim is that Hugh Hefner didn't want to use protection It was really gross. Well, why did you stay with him for so long? I'm just going to say this right now. I I haven't watched any of it yet, but I... I guarantee. Nobody asked that fucking question. Then why didn't you leave? I'm so... I'm tired. I, I, I really am tired. I'm tired of people not living up to to what we expect them to be. I I, I I'm I, I, maybe I didn't say that right because I'm 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 a little frustrated. And I'm a little pissed off right now. Why don't you ask that question? Because that's the question we all want to know. If it was quote gross to you not use protection. With you, Hefner, why did you stay? You were a hot chick. You could have gotten any millionaire you wanted. You go around, flash off them big titties of yours and your stupidity. Why, why'd you stay? You see, we used to, and, and the reason why you stayed is because you're a greedy hoe. See, now we've allowed victims. We, we have become such a... Uh, a victim-hungry society. We love the victims now. Oh, the victims. Holly Madison was a victim of this cruel, fragile old man who was paying her thousands of dollars to a month to live at a mansion. To be on TV, to become a household name. But it was really gross. Are you fucking kidding me? What happened to the side of Americans that are like me right now saying she's nothing but a glorified fucking hooker?
that's all she is. Hey, I don't look, I don't fault people for what they do. If you want to be a hooker, you go out there and be the best fucking hooker that you can be. Now, I am not going to spend my time with you because I think that's a bad work. But hey, that's you. You do it. You don't get the opportunity to hang out with me. I am taking me out of the equation. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me. I don't want to be a part of that. There's drama, there's crime, there's shit that goes along with you being a fucking working girl like that. I don't want any part of it. Bye. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it's not for me. But see, we don't look at things like that anymore. We look at things like, oh my gosh, what if that reflects on me? Take yourself out of the picture then. It's real easy to do. If you're worried about what somebody close to you is doing, then you take yourself out of that picture. Bye. Holly is such trash. There's quotes on her calling him the love of her life and wanting a baby with him. She's a gold-digging whore. I, yeah, exactly. She said all that shit. Look, she left the mansion because he wouldn't marry her. She wanted to get married and have kids, and he didn't at that time. Or he didn't with her. Because the next chick that came in and moved in, he married and had a baby with her. This is while Holly was with uh, Chris Angel. Not that she's a gold digger or anything. I wasn't physically attracted to Hef, but I did find him charming. Is that why you fucked him for six years? See, where's that question? If you didn't find him attractive and you're still fucking banging him? You're a hoe. You're a hoe. I mean, but it, it, it's all of this. We, we don't live up to our word anymore of, A, doing no harm. We, we, we look at these people and we go, oh, my gosh, what a victim. No, you know who the victim is? The victim is those two people in the hospital right now that are there that need transplants. The 31-year-old heart guy, I imagine that he was probably born with a bad heart, so he didn't do anything. To, so don't even come to me with, oh, he's probably a smoker, clogged arteries, whatever. No, he had a bad ticker. They, did, they, they didn't give him a first-run model. So now he's on the list, but now they take him off the list. Kind of, what kind of savages have we become? Ah, hey, I'm just as savage as the next guy. I'm calling fucking Holly Madison a gigantic hooker, which she is. The victim is also my ears from hearing Kendra laugh. <laughs> Hoes don't close, they open like always. Why don't you please play that on a break? What? <laughs> or, oh, wait. Or hoes don't close, they open like hallways. Is that a song? I, 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 I'm not sure. 
Now, I, I got to say, I, I kind of like this last story I'm going to do in this segment here. Because, you know what, I, I, I got to give it up to these young men here. Alejandro Trevino, Christian Trevino, and Juan Eduardo Melendez. Three young fellas from the great state of Texas in McAllen. Um, these three young fellas, they look like they're in high school, high school age, somewhere around there. Two of the guys are brothers, along with their friend Eduardo. They're all 18 years old. And they're all accused of beating Gabriel Quintana and leaving him to die in a field in McAllen where his body was discovered by a farmer. So these three kids beat the shit out of their daddy. Whooped his ass to death. Now, that, that doesn't sound good at all. That sounds bad. I, these kids are beating their father to death. Well, it could be because the brothers found out that daddy, Quintala, was abusing the nine-year-old sister. He was the stepdaddy to Alejandro and Christian, who have different mamas and are half-siblings of the girl. When the boys found out, they became Pad Pit pissed off, con- confronted him. A fight ensued between the three and the victim, and he left the location on foot, and they continued to whoop that ass. So, three boys standing up for their baby sister, beating daddy who was fucking hoodly-doodlying her. And we don't like the hoodly-doodlying. So, ass family, this is a big one here. You make the call. These boys going to prison? Or these boys going back to school? Prison? or school, you make the call. did you make? Uh, I asked, are they going to jail? Are they going back to school? It looks like those young men are all going back to school. Can I vote Mexico? (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Uh, All right. So that's the first segment of the show out of the way. We got a whole bunch more coming up. Oh, we have to talk about, we got it. We got to talk about this goddamn swimmer again. This fucking swimmer is going to be the death of me. I swear to God. Wait till you hear what's going on now. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler, or you can always write me right here on the Mixler board. Here's a doozy. 
The old man was covered with tattoos and scars. He got some in prison and others in bars. The rest he got working on old junk cars in the daytime. They look like tombstones in our yard, and I never seen him when he wasn't tired and mean. He sold used parts to make ends meet, covered with grease from his head to his feet, cussing the sweat in the Texas heat and mosquitoes. And the neighbors said we live like hicks, but they brung their cars for Paul to fix anyhow. He was veteran proud, tried and true. He'd fought till his heart was black and blue. Didn't know how he'd made it through the hard times. He'd bought our house on a GI Bill, but it wasn't worth all he had to kill to get it. He drank pearl in a can and Jack Daniels black. Chewed tobacco from a mail pouch sack. Had an old dog that was trained to attack sometimes. He'd get drunk and mean as a rattlesnake And there wasn't too much that he would take from a stranger Now with thirteen kids and a bunch of dogs A house full of chickens and a yard full of hogs I spent the summertime cutting up logs for the winter Trying like the devil to find the Lord Working like a nigger for my room and board Coal burning stove, no natural gas If that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass that ain't country, it'll hair lift the Pope. If that ain't country, it's a damn good joke. I've seen the Grand Old Opry, and I've met Johnny Cash. If that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass. sells eggs at a grocery store my oldest sister's a first-rate whore dad says she can't come home anymore and he means it i just sits and keeps her silence sister she left cause dad got violent and he knows it mama she's old far beyond her time from chopping the back and i seen her crying when blood started flowing from her calloused hand and it hurt me She'd just keep working trying to help the old man to the end of one row and back again like always. She's been through hell since Junior went to jail. When the lights go out, she ain't never failed to get down on her knees and pray because she loves him. Told all the neighbors he was off in the war fighting for freedom. He's good to the core and she's proud. Now our place was a graveyard for automobiles At the end of the porch there was four stacks of wheels And tires for sale for a dollar or two Cash There was fifty holes in the old tin roof Me and my family was living proof People who forgot about poor white trash And if that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass If that ain't country It'll hurt if
biggest single I ever had right here. Whenever I chance to meet old friends on the street, thank you. They wanna how does a man get to be this way? Always got a smiling face. And anytime at any place. Every time they ask me why, I just smile and say, Cause you've got to kiss an angel good morning And let her know you think about her when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning And love her like the devil when you get back home No people may try to guess of our happiness But some of them never learn It's a simple thing The secret I'm speaking of Is a woman and a man in love And the answer is in the song That I always sing Cause you've got to Kiss an angel good morning Yes, 
to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. Wow. I'm violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. Boy, that right there, that, that took you to a, a, a dimly lit saloon somewhere, smoke all over the place. Boy, those jukebox classics right there. Man, oh man, yes, Douglas, he did drop that letter in bomb in that song. That is David Allen Coe's uh, If That Ain't Country, Charlie Pride, and Jerry Lee Lewis. Man, oh man, that was a good block of music. Holy shit. Very accidental, but very, very good at that. Uh, all right, welcome back to the big show here on this wonderful of days. Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! And back to the magic we get that is the news stories of our time and of our day. A big one is this University of Pennsylvania swimmer, Leah Thomas, who was a boy, and he was a boy on the men's team last year. I'm sorry, he was a man. He was on the men's team last year and now has gone through transition and he's on, she is on the girls' team and kicking ass. Well, one of her teammates has come, in, come out and spoken up on this subject. And says, women are now third-class citizens. Goes on to say that Leah Thomas wasn't even close to being competitive as a man. After her last wins, (laughs) the swimmer who chose to remain anonymous spoke to the Washington Examiner about this. Women are now third-class citizens. I've been saying that shit for years. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So you got men, obviously, and then trans, second, and then women come in behind trans. Uh, noting Thomas wasn't as good a swimmer when competing against the men, but thrived against women. Uh, I, I need a, I, does anybody go know where there's a good no doy or no dur? I, I need one of those in here. Like, no duh. I, 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 I need one of those. If anybody can point me in the right direction of a, a no duh. We need to have the no-duh of the day. Really, she wasn't that uh, good against the men, but is now thriving against the women? Durr! Under new guidelines, transgender participation for each sport will be determined by the policy of the sports national governing body, meaning they're pushing it down the road. This is sad. I, I mean, honestly, you know, I don't know how many times I have to talk about this, but this is just sad. And and, and somebody else has come out and talk, talked about this. Legendary Rice swimming coach, that's all Rice has is swimming, um, has come out. Rice swim coach Seth Houston spoke out about Leah Thomas' transgender swimmer story. In an interview with SwimSwam.com, where you can get all your swimming news. <laughs> SwimSwam.com. <laughs> James Smith did a cannonball yesterday. 
Yeah. <laughs> we have pictures at swimswam.com. Houston openly criticized the NCAA, even quoted as saying he thinks it's black and white right now. You compete as what you were biologically born until we get to the point where we've expanded opportunities, you know, for instance, in transgender. The world didn't end over his comments. He wasn't fired. His bio hasn't been scrubbed from rice. He said what should be said. Unbelievable. Why can't this training get with uh, Lochte? I'm a man at night and I'm a man in the morning. Uh, Johnny Rebel. Johnny Rebel is still kind of David Allen Co. Yeah, it was close. While Thomas' teammates have spoken to outkick via anonymity to protect themselves, this guy is the first coach to openly criticize it. The four-time Conference USA Coach of the Year told SwimSwam.com. <laughs> Wait, before I go on, can you see this guy at the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Coach uh, John Johnson here from SwimSwam.com. Were there any special swimming uh, exercises that went involved to, to win the Super Bowl this year? Swimswam.com. Uh, and no certain that he, the NCAA is full of cowards who refuse to take a stand. Wow. Good for, good for this coach to come out and say that. The NCAA governance has become a bystander waiting for their organizations to make tough decisions. Good for, good for that coach. He comes on to say, now this is nice, uh, I respect Leah Thomas, her transition, and all of that. <laughs> That's a throwaway. Hey, look, look, I, I, I respect Leah Thomas and her transition and all that shit. And I'm completely okay with her having the opportunity to compete because that would be a Title IX issue. I think another thing with Title IX is that we have to give them time to accommodate The lady for the news laughed so hard her eyelash came off. By the way, this guy is on the 100 greatest coaches list, which you can find at swimswim.com. I just think it's funny that swimmers. I, 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 I wanted to write a comedy thing on this, a bit on this. How everything that has a website now, no matter what it is, it has a website. Like, like, I don't understand why Dr. Pepper needs a website. Like, Dr. Pepper's a soda. Doesn't really need a website. 7-Eleven? We kind of, everybody knows what's in 7-Eleven. You don't really need a website. I understand you have to have one, but you don't really need one. Somebody's going to go, 7-Eleven, what's that? Charlie Brown voice guy killed himself. I saw that. I, I saw that somewhere. Uh, the guy. I think he did the Great Pumpkin. The voice actor who did that. Thank you, Brady Kid. Arnie, you should get a job writing for SwimSlam.com to get unlimited press credentials. Yeah, I'll be covering all Cowboys and Rangers games and Longhorns games 
for SwimSwam.com. I don't think I'll be keeping my job too long at SwimSwam. I'll tell you this, man. I would take it as far as I could. I would try my hardest to show up to, like, real press conferences, not just sports press conferences. I'm here for SwimSwam.com. Mr. President, which stroke is best, breast, back, or freestyle? Uh, I left out butterfly. Oh, you got me there, Mr. President. Okay, the the tens of viewers that we have at SwimSwam.com. Thank you. If you open Dr. Pepper's website, the computer should shock you. The website screen comes up and says, what did you think you were going to find here? Right? Like, like why, why? I get having their location there. Like, if you look on the internet and you Google, you know, 7-Eleven to find out the closest 7-Eleven to you, but I don't know why they need a, a website. Am I going to be ordering a Slurpee through them? Am I, is it going to get mailed to me? Yeah, too many things have websites, but not SwimSwam.com. You know what? Let... <laughs> Since we're talking about my future employer here, let's visit Swim. Swim.com. Man, oh man, boy, this is a heck of a website here. And they got everything swimming in here. Swim jobs out there. I could totally get to, oh. No, that that that's it's still swimming. I'm trying to find other sports listed on here. Nothing so far. Swim Swam keeping it real. Oh, they have water polo on here too. Well, that's in the water, so yeah, there you go. Swimswam.com. You should prank call trying to obtain a press pass and say you work for Shaved Magazine. (laughs) Call the White House and tell the Biden long-term subscriber to Shaved. Oh, my. Oh, this. Okay, let's Google something. Oh. For White House. How to get press information credentials for White House. How do I get press credentials? There's no single answer. Uh, every municipality. Okay, let's see. Let's go back to the White House itself. Uh, okay. All right, here we go. Membership. Let's go. Come on, chop, chop. Shocking, the White House website doesn't work that fast. Okay. Okay. Enough of this bullshit. Press credentials. Uh, Let's see. 
I'm a freelancer. Yeah, do I call somebody? Yeah, let's see. Uh, join the NPAA. I don't want to join. I, I, I'd like to talk to some. Oh, contact. Stand by. We're, oh, there we go. Okay. Let's see. Um, executive director of the NPPA. Yeah, I, I think that would be a good person to talk to. Star 6-7, of course. Akili Ramesses, Executive Director of the National Press Photographers Association. I'm unable to take your call at this time, so please leave a brief message and I will get back with you as soon as possible. You may also contact me by email address director at mppa.org. If you have issues regarding your membership or questions about MPPA events and contests, please contact our Professional Services Director, Thomas Kenna at 919-237-1782 or email info, that's I-N-F-O, at mppa.org. If you do not get a response within the next 48 hours, mm-hmm. please follow up with an email or another phone call. Okay, I will. Thank you for your consideration and continued support of MPPA. Yep. Only message. At the phone, we please record your message. Uh, yes, uh, hi, Miss Ramses. Uh, my name is Ivan Peter Freely, um, and I've been denied press passes and press pr- credentials. Um, I'm a freelancer, and uh, I, I usually uh, I, 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 I sell a lot of my stuff to to Hung Magazine, and I was wondering if you could give me some ideas on how I could possibly get more press credentials to, like, the White House and things like that. I would really appreciate that. My number is area code 775-357-3267. I'd appreciate it. Yeah, and just ask for IP. That's Ivan Peter Freely. So uh, you have a great day. There you go. So maybe they'll contact us to where I can figure out how to get my press pass as I work for Hung Magazine. <laughs> I don't know. Anybody pick up on the IP freely? Yeah. There you go. You can never go wrong with that name. Not ever go wrong with that name. A name you can go wrong with is this name right here. Good old Juicy Smollett. We had to heard from Juicy in a few weeks. Because they've been waiting to sentence his sorry ass. They have set the date for the sentencing. He'll be, uh, after being convicted on five of six counts in his hate crime hoax case, he will be sentenced on March 10th. Man, he's been out since December. 
does he have to? He has to wear like an ankle monitor or something, right? Like I'd be out of this country. I'd be gone if I didn't have to go to jail for like six months. I'd be gone. See ya. They're gonna remand me as soon as that court date's over. Uh, let's see, the 49-year-old former Empire star, yeah, because he ain't going to bud anything, was charged with all these disorderly conduct related to false statements to the Chicago police. Oh, by the way, these are the criminal charges. Just wait till the civil charges and the city sues him for all that money. I bet he doesn't get jail time either. I don't know. Maybe not. I know they're pushing. <laughs> they're pushing for it. Maybe a ride. I don't know. I I don't think he gets much time if he does get time. Like what? The most he can get is what? Like five years. I don't think he ends up going to prison. Prison. He might go to a county jail for a few weeks or a few months, but I don't think he goes to big boy prison. <laughs> Remember when people would get the chair or a public hanging for such lying? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Because uh, he didn't have a prior record, it may be more like probation and a fine. Okay, I can see that. I mean, I'm not going to be happy with that. I don't think Mr. Smollett's going to be happy about that. He's like, fuck, I was looking forward to prison. That's like Club Med. Uh, he'll cut a deal, pay everything back, and get a year in jail. Does he have the money to pay it back? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what his finances are. Imagine his finances are pretty wrecked after a fucking two legal cases against him. And he wasn't necessarily the quote-unquote star of Empire. We'll see. We'll see what happens to him. Look, I think he should get jail time. You fucking... Put on a fiasco like that, run the police around like they're they're a bunch of show ponies. Yeah, you deserve to go to jail. He doesn't go to pound me in the ass prison. He'll go to the occasional good game butt slap prison. Now this next story, look, I I saw it and I saw the headline. I didn't want to read anymore because I wanted to read it here. Because to me, this is funny. This is really funny. And if you think maybe now I'm jumping the shark, then, well, I I apologize. We all know who Peter Dinklage is, right? He's that little bitty fella that was uh, in, in Game of Thrones. That's how he became known. You haven't seen a lot of movies starring Peter Dinklage, have you? Where he's the lead Hmm, I wonder why that is. Peter Dinklage rips Disney's Snow White remake, a fucking backward story about dwarfs. Now, are we really, are we really going to try and cancel Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Are we? 
Is this where we've come? Game of Thrones star Peter Dinklage slammed Disney's live-action remake of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, noting while they tried to be progressive by casting a Latina actress as Snow White, Disney still kept the fucking backwards depiction about seven dwarves living in a cave together. He goes on to say, I, is, I don't know if he's being serious here or not. There's a lot of hypocrisy going on. He said this on the Mark Marin podcast. Hollywood trying to be progressive in one aspect, but failing in another. Literally no offense to anyone, but I was a little taken back by. They were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White, but you're still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Take a step back and look at what you're doing there. It makes no sense to me because you're progressive in what... Huh? It's a fucking story. It's an old story. It's not real. You, You don't bite into poison apples. There was never an old lady who lived in a shoe. The itsy-bitsy spider doesn't get washed down the water spout. What what are we doing? Uh, Dinklins went on to mention being attacked by liberal-minded people who were outraged he played Hervé Villachez in the film My Dinner with Hervé but they assumed Villachez was Filipino due to how he looked. Hervé Villachez was French. God damn it. By the way, who the fuck else is going to play Hervé Villachez? Are you going to fucking cast Shaq? Boss, the plane. Plane, boss. And he catches it. Guess he can't take the high road. Does Peter Dinklage want to rewrite the Lord? I don't know. What the fuck? So we got to get rid of that now? No. No. Seven little people could live together. You really must fucking hate Santa Claus, huh? I mean, I know you didn't like being called an elf in damn elf movie. But Jesus, Peter Dinklage. I'm going to say something now that might seem a a tad bit on the mean side. Hey, Peter. Peter. You you know you're only like like a foot tall, right? You you realize that, right? I mean, you, you can stamp your feet together and somebody might hear it. And you can you can raise your arms in the air and wave them like you just don't care and nobody will see it. Um, but you're happy. Why, 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 why can't you just be happy? And I'm not talking about a happy dwarf or a happy midget. I'm just talking about happy. You have broken through into an industry where you're widely accepted as a serious actor. A real act, and and honestly, honestly, 
That's huge. <laughs> no pun intended. Think of the greats before him, the Billy Barties of the world, the little actors who tried to break the ceiling and they couldn't reach it. I mean, there's so many good puns to use in this. No, this is not the little guy from Jackass. Uh, think about that. Think about where you are right now. You broke through where some of those guys paved the way for you to, and good for you. And they paved the way by playing roles like Sleepy, Doc, Bashful, Hungry, Whatever the other L's names were, I don't know. They played those characters, and they didn't bitch about it. We've gotten to be such a a bitch-worthy society now. Like, oh, how dare they do that? that? That's a beloved fable. It's a beloved story. And if you're implying that you want to get rid of it now, and she's going to live with seven, what are we going to call it now? Snow White and the Seven Able Bodies? And the seven guys? Is, is that what you want? Do you want that? Okay, that's great. He's so self-conscious about his size, he won't even shorten his name to Pete. Look, Peter, you're lucky that Vern Troyer's gone. Because that's why you matter now, because Vern's no longer here. Side note, midget tossing contests are funny as hell. Yes, they are. Uh, Zach just texted in, good morning, what I miss? Oh, you missed a ton. Man, oh man, did you miss a lot. We just went off on midgets here, because Peter Dinklage thinks that Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is terrible. Uh, we got to go to the sports world here. Now, this is some interesting talk here. <whistles> and let me just say, I don't think it happens. Maybe not this season. Next season, if he doesn't have a job, then we'll talk. Sean Payton, longtime head football coach of the New Orleans Saints, told the Saints yesterday that he's stepping down. Sean Payton has been with the Saints since 2006, won a Super Bowl over the Colts, 152 and 89. Good record, and he's, he's a Super Bowl winner. Now, there's a lot of names that are maybe up for the job. Eric Bieniemy, who's interviewing with the Broncos this week. It's all kinds of names. There's one name that's starting to get mentioned a little bit, and it's very, very peculiar. That name is the Dallas Cowboys. Because Jerry Jones has long loved Sean Payton. And I tell you this right now. Oh, I just had this feeling. Oh, gosh, this feeling is good feeling. Um... I don't think Jerry was very happy with the way the season ended. I, I, I really don't. 
I think Jerry was very pissed off at all the money he spent and the returns are not there. And he spent a lot of money now. So now Jerry's going to do what Jerry does the best, and that's interfere and spend money. And uh, Mike McCarthy, see you later, buddy. You're gone. That's the first thing we do is we fire Sean Payton. And then the second thing the Dallas Cowboys would go out and do is they acquire a guy by the name of Aaron Rodgers. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Aaron Rodgers said he'd never play for Mike McCarthy again. You put, you put, you put A.A. Ron Rodgers behind that Dallas Cowboy front with those receivers. Uh, Hello, Super Bowl. Oh, I understand, but I'm just telling you, if this plan works out, the Cowboys will win a Super Bowl next year. Sean Payton and Aaron Rodgers? Fuck. It's a pipe dream. I know. I know it. Look, look, before anybody starts rolling their eyes too much, and I can already hear you rolling your eyes, it is a complete pipe dream of mine. Do I think it could happen? I do. Will it happen? I don't know. We won't get, uh, the Cowboys won't get Aaron Rodgers unless Mike McCarthy's gone. And you know it would be the greatest? Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm getting tingling sensations all over my body. This, this would make my life. This would be so Aaron Rodgers comes to the Cowboys. Next year's NFC Championship. (laughs) He has to play San Francisco, and he beats them with the Cowboys. He can't beat them with the Packers. He beats them with the Cowboys. Oh, my God. My legs are fully encapsulated with goosebumps. Oh, that would be his. That would be. That would be it. That would be it. I'm just telling you right now. If that shit happens, then everything I say is gold. Watch the Cowboys announce they signed the biggest contract. They pretty much did that last year, Christopher. But Jerry don't care. Jerry will trade him away for a box of footballs. Now, that would be funny. That would be so funny. It would be such a great fuck you, not to San Francisco, but to Green Bay. Think about it. Think about the gigantic fuck you it is to the people of Green Bay that he could never beat the Niners. Now, he comes to Dallas, and by the way, Dallas owns the Niners. That would be awesome. That would be fantastic. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Do you want to know why I know it's not going to happen? Because that would make me happy. That right there would bring joy to my life. A, because I was right about everything. 
and B, because my team would have won a Super Bowl and I could be happy again that my team's winning something. Goddamn Rangers go out and sign nothing but all-stars in the offseason, and we're still in a lockout in baseball. I've told you, sports gods up there, hey, if I have to get only one more championship, please let it be the World Series. That's the one I want. I've had the Super Bowl, the national title. I don't care about the Stanley Cup, even though we've had it. NBA, don't care. All I want. Dallas will pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick and Art Shell. <laughs> That's so mean. But all I want is a World Series. Just one. I, I, I'm not going to get greedy. I don't want to go back-to-back years. I don't want to become a dynasty. I just want one. That's all. I want all the swag that goes with it. Texas Rangers World Series champs. That's all I want. Dallas owns Niners except for that one time, but we don't talk about that here. <laughs> Shut up, Christopher. All right, so we already know that that since I've predicted it and that would make me happy, we all know it's not going to happen. Boy, but that would be great. Uh, Let's see. Good morning. Any chance of this lockout ending before spring training? Uh, From what I've read so far on the lockout, both sides are starting to move, but not really anything too close. But they are moving with each other. So we'll we'll see how all that goes. Um, but, yeah, they don't really have an end in sight. And that worries me. That worries me. Uh, it was announced yesterday. Now we can have the discussion that David Ortiz – was the lone inductee into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds did not get in, and Roger Clements did not get in, and this was their last year, I believe, that they were eligible to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. So I ask you, ask family, and the baseball fans out there, and and everybody who wants to participate, First of all, you okay with David Ortiz in the Hall of Fame? Secondly, where are your thoughts on Barry Bonds and Roger Clements missing again? Uh, Let's see. Now, the reason why Bonds and Clements aren't in are due to their use of performance-enhancing drugs. Steroids. They were all steroid users. That's how Roger's not in. Andrew says, fuck Bonds. How the fuck is Roger's not in? Roger's not in because he was a steroid user. Barry Bonds is not in because he was a steroid user. Uh, Sammy Sosa will never be in. They have a bunch of Rafael Palmero not in. Uh, I am in the Nevada Radio Hall of Fame. I need to be in the National Radio Hall of Fame, yes. 
Well, it's interesting, Ken Dog. You said for uh, see Pete Rose. Now, let's take a look at let, let let's go the Pete Rose version right now. See, I have ways to get all these people in the Hall of Fame. But first things first, before we even see Pete Rose. There's a guy who belongs in the Hall of Fame way before him. His name is Shoeless Joe Jackson, who, yes, accepted money, but you couldn't prove he accepted money. And the motherfucker hit 390 in the Black Sox World Series. Shoeless Joe Jackson belongs in the Hall of Fame just as much as Pete Rose, who bet on baseball when he was a manager. Never when he was a player. So, here's my caveat. You allow Joe Johnson, or Shoeless Joe Jackson, Joe Jack, you let Joe Jackson in the Hall of Fame first, and then you allow Pete Rose into the Hall of Fame because to have the all-time hits leader not in the Hall of Fame is about the stupidest thing in the world. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Do not allow him to be in baseball anymore because he did bet on the game. He can't become a coach. He can't become, maybe he can become a broadcaster, maybe, for a team like the Reds or the Phillies, two of the teams he played for. But he is no longer a part of the game. That's it. Can't be a manager, can't be a hitting coach, can't be a scout. He cannot work in Major League Baseball. But you got to put him in the Hall of Fame. Now, as far as Roger Clements and Barry Bonds go, I have a way for those guys to be in the Hall of Fame. And sadly, Rafael Palmero wouldn't get this honor. If you use steroids, sorry. This place is not for you. You cheated. You set unattainable records. So you are not welcome into the Hall of Fame. But if we can look at your career and say, what if your career ended the year you started using steroids? For Barry Bonds, it's pretty clear it's when he first came to San Francisco. You look at all those early early Barry Bonds cards and videos when he was with the Pirates. He was the size of a green bean. He was a little bitty dude. And he won three MVPs, something only one other player at that time had ever done, and that guy's name was Willie fucking Mays. So you look at him, you go, okay, you can go to the Hall of Fame, but you will be going as a Pittsburgh Pirate. That's the only way you go. That, those are the only numbers we put in. We don't put any of your San Francisco numbers in there. Nothing. You, will you take that? Will you accept that? If the player says, yes, I'll accept it, then they can probably get into the Hall of Fame. Same goes for Roger Clements. You look at Roger Clements. He was a bigger guy, but he wasn't like, you know, hulking. He was a big, tall, lanky kid from Texas who threw real hard. And you look at all those stats he had as a Red Sox. 
You say right then and there. Once your Red Sox career was over, those are your stats. And I think those stats are good enough to get into the Hall of Fame. Nothing from Toronto, nothing from New York, nothing from Houston. Sorry. And this is the part that that hurts because I'm such a big fan of Rafael Palmero, who also used steroids. His career started in Chicago, and he was not a Hall of Famer. He came to Texas, started hitting, and that's when he started using steroids. Can't put him in. But as far as this year's entry, Big Poppy, I have zero problems with Big Poppy. No problems at all with him. Isn't it hypocritical of baseball not to even have Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame yet? Baseball has partnered up with a lot of gambling websites. Yes, it is. It, it's completely hypocritical. It's sad. It's sad that Pete Rose will never, ever. I, I don't think that Pete Rose, even posthumously, meaning after he dies, I don't think they're even going to feel for him then. And I think it's absolutely preposterous. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. I'm happy that David Ortiz got in. Is Raleigh Fingers' mustache in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Well, it's in there because it's on him. He never just shaved it off and gave it to the Hall of Fame. (laughs) That mustache has more right to go in the Hall of Fame than Barry Bonds. Yeah, look... I honestly, like, if you look at Barry Bonds' stats, the first, you know, the first 10 years of his career, whatever, however long he was in Pittsburgh, he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame for that. He does. Question, if they can uh, be in the Hall of Fame for roid use, then does that mean the wins they brought their teams during that time should be scratched too, if we're going to take that away? So many of them during that time were taking roids, it's kind of a wash for me. And that's the way they, they look at the wins and stuff like that. But if you were somebody like, look, Roger Clements, Barry Bonds, Raphael Palmero, they were all called in front of Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. They were all called in front of a Senate subcommittee hearing on, on steroids in baseball, and they all lied to him. You know how I get mad at Dr. Anthony Fauci for lying all the time when he and Rand Paul have their back and forth? The original back and forth was between senators and baseball players. Raphael Palmero pointed at him and said, I have never used steroids in my life. And do you want to know how all this really got started? Do you want to know? This is the truth. This is a real story here. It started to become a huge story one day when a reporter was interviewing Mark McGuire. And it was in St. Louis. Mark McGuire was doing an interview, and they saw a a bottle of what was called Androstine Titesterone or something like that. Androstine. Andro. They saw that in his locker. Now, at that time, 
I think it had just been taken off store shelves right around that time. Because, Andersteen, you used to be able to buy at GNC. And let me tell you, it did enhance strength a lot. I took it. Bench went way up. Now, I bought it at GNC in the mall. Then they took it off the shelves, and I think I think it was a GNC bottle that was in his locker room that caused them to start looking into this stuff. Because all, all Andersteen was was another form of steroid, but this was the kind of, well, we don't know if it's really a steroid or not, so we can still sell it. And that's how it, that's how it, that's how it all started. That's how everything started. Now, Mark McGuire started taking steroids a long time before that. If you look at Mark McGuire, look at the transition of Mark McGuire from his rookie season in Oakland until at least he's traded away in Oakland. Big old, tall, lanky, skinny, dorky-looking guy that could hit the ball a mile. And then, like, two years later, he's the fucking Hulk. I believe people were abusing it and having cardiac-related problems. Hmm? I can see that. I can see that because your gains were amazing. So, yeah. So, David Ortiz, the only guy to get into this year's class of the Hall of Fame. Hotel workers have revealed some of the weirdest things that have been left behind by guests. That's such a rotten feeling. That is such a bad feeling when you're all packed up, you're left the the hotel, you're driving down the road, and you realize, oh, fuck, I left something behind, do you? Turn around and get it, do you call them to see if they'll mail it to you? Because you just don't want to go back, you don't want to, you don't want to eat up all that road you've already gained, because you forgot something. Uh, let's see. Uh, they say that some things that have been left behind. Oh, wow. Look, look here. This is a, a fully loaded gun. Guest called me at the desk while he was driving and asked me to go look for it, and he remembered it leaving it there. That's right, a gun. In hindsight, it should have made more of an ask to get it himself instead of bringing it back to the office myself. One time, a high roller in Vegas left $328,000 left in the safe in his suite. I met up with security guard to watch me carry it down to the casino. Most money I've ever had in my possession at once. Another time, a housekeeper called up to a room with hundreds of live crickets in it. Moving the discussion back to cash, they came across $18,000 left in a room safe. Fuck that shit. I am quitting that job. I'll tell you this right now. If I were to fucking roll through, I'm cleaning up the rooms and shit, and I got to empty out all the fucking, all that kind of shit. 
I got to empty out the safe. I find $328,000 in the damn safe. Guess what? Gone. Adios. I'm going to put it in a pillowcase and I'm going to walk out. I will say adios so everybody understands me. Hotels keep lost and found. You have up to three months to get your stuff out. If you don't, the executive goes through it and then lets housekeepers go through a bin of items. They can keep what they want. Well, I'm keeping the $328,000 right away. I'm just telling you that right now. I, what I'm going to do is I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get my, my beater of a car, and then I'm going to drive out of the parking lot as fast as I can. Okay? Then I'm going to stop, get me a new car that's a little bit fancier and a whole lot faster than this shit, this shit box. Then I'm going to go to my house, get all my damn T-shirts and hats, sunglasses, put them in the back, and then I'm gone. Adios. I got $329,000. Now I have maybe $300,000. When I left something behind, I called and they found it, an iPad. And they had a website I could pay a fee through another company, and they would mail it back to me. I thought, yeah, that was brilliant business idea. All these people do is collect more than it costs to ship and then mail your shit back. Brilliant, yeah. Just don't leave a dead hooker's body under the bed. They always find that. Yeah, the smell usually gives that one away. That 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 rotten carcass that, that, that that's going on underneath there. I can't think that I've really left anything behind or, or can remember. I mean, we've left stuff behind, but not in, like, the hotel. I don't know. I'd pay attention. Like, if I had $328,000 in the hotel safe, yeah, I'm going to remember that. I mean, it must be nice to be able to forget that. Oh, really? Uh, oh, man, we just can't fit all this money in our suitcase. Eh, just leave it in there. Leave it in there and torment some soul. When they find it, they know they can't keep it. Fuck that. Mm-mm. I mean, let's say they came back the day after I found it and I got my new car and I drove out of town. Dude comes back to the hotel and says, Hey, left me $328,000 up in my room yesterday. I uh, forgot it. They'll see who was working. Uh, let's see. Uh, Arnie was working. Let's call Arnie up to the uh, to, to the office. Uh, Arnie to the office. Arnie to the office. Uh, Arnie quit today and did not leave a forwarding address. Bye. Gone. Bye. I was an executive housekeeper supervisor, so supervised laundry and breakfast for a couple Marriott hotels. See all kinds of crazy stuff. One time, one of my housekeepers walked in to clean a guest room. No one answered. She got in the bathroom, and dude had shot himself in the head in the bathtub. He left a note for his wife and kid and a $10 tip for the housekeeper. Wow, a whole $10. Man, what a big spender. You knew he, I mean, he knew she was going to find him. He was going to be a housekeeper. That's awful. 
Yeah, I, I might be leaving that job then. Is that oh oh here's the last story of the segment. This is why I don't like the world anymore. I, I just do not like our world. Today is a sad day. Today is a day that we mourn because something that used to keep us all in check, to keep us in line, is going the way of the dodo. The SAT will no longer be required by many schools, universities, anymore, so they can all go digital. So I have to say a fond farewell to the bragging rights that I've had for years and years about my exceptionally high SAT score. That's right. I scored 1450 on the SAT. 1600 was perfect. And now, I can no longer use that because they are no longer using the Scholastic Aptitude Test anymore. There you go. Yeah, I lived on that for a long, long time. My SAT score was that good. I don't know how I did it. Don't ask me. I knew how to take tests. I know I ain't that smart. You look at my school grade, and they're like, Rick, did you, did he, Uh uh-uh. But see, that was also back in the day where you got like six or 800 points for spelling your name right on the test. So no big deal. Because the SAT and the ACT are racist. I've heard that my entire time in education. (laughs) They're culturally biased. The SAT and the ACT are culturally biased. Nobody has that many red apples. I didn't have to take, I I was one of the last classes where you didn't have to take the ACT. Uh, my SAT was 10.50, Arnie. You kicked my ass. I got to take the SAT once in eighth grade. You're not going to like me for this. Your eyes, I, I scored 1,100 in, in eighth grade. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's the only reason why I could get into it. Fuck, my transcripts were shit. Thank God I had fucking good test scores. <laughs> Arnie found the SAT answers in the hotel safe. Took him and left town. Yep, this is going to get me far. This is going to get me in radio. (laughs) I know what I'll do. I'll cheat on the SAT, brag about it, because, well, I don't have much other other than to brag on. And it'll get me a job in radio. Fantastic. I am a criminal genius. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. I saw the light on the night that I passed by her window. I saw the flickering shadows of love on her blind. 
flowers fashioned from Annie's despair with 
paper and shears with some wire and wax She made up each tool up and mum As snowflakes drifted into her tenement room Her baby little fingers grew numb From making artificial flowers Artificial flowers Flowers for ladies of high fashion to wear She made artificial flowers Artificial flowers Made from Annie's despair They found little Annie all covered with ice Still clutching her poor frozen shears Amidst all the blossoms she had Fashioned by hand And watered with all her young tears There must be a heaven where little Annie can play In heavenly gardens and bowers And instead of a halo She'll wear around her head A garland of genuine flowers No more Flowers, throw away those artificial flowers Flowers for ladies of society to wear Throw away those artificial flowers Those dum-dum flowers Fashion from Annie Fashion from Annie's despair Give her the real thing. I just had to hang up on a work call, feigned illness, so I could sing the last part of this song. It's a great song, Artificial Flowers. Man, that's a great song. I don't care who knows it. I love that song. Man, when that comes on in the truck, oh, I am excited. I get fired up. I, I need to put that on my redneck playlist since that's the only playlist I ever play anymore. Man. You would think that moving back to Texas, I moved back and there'd be good country radio stations here. Let me just say, oh, dear God. It's like Luke Bryan all fucking day, and I can't do that shit. So, yeah, I I, I don't even listen to the radio anymore. I, I Honestly, I, I really, I just listen to iTunes. 
I, I wish the radio had something to offer, but they don't even have funny shows to listen to anymore. Everybody's got to be so safe. Oh, today's jokes. I haven't done today's jokes yet, have I? What did I do today? Hold on a second. I, I, I stole a cup. V Coop sends me jokes all, all, all the time. He's my head writer, I guess. Um, and I use some of them, I, and I don't use other ones because I know I'll get kicked off. I had to clean up one. Like, what do uh, what does Hunter Biden have in common with a proctologist? They both see a lot of crack. And the other one is, uh, which other one did I do today? Hold on a second here. Let's go to this and play. Let's see. Why is nothing playing here? Hello? I can't hear anything, Arnie. Okay, now we'll try it. There we go. Now it works. Taking dad jokes back because my dad never told a shitty joke. What do Hunter Biden and... No, I told that. Okay. Taking dad jokes back because my dad never told a shitty joke. What's the worst thing your parents can take from you? Your virginity. (laughs) Okay, so those are your jokes for today. We'll see how far those get along. Uh, All right, back to the show. Let's see. Uh, Happy hump day, y'all. I just remember had a a hand job from a deaf qualifier. says no world. Okay. Uh, Hump day! Hump day! Hump day! They have new aerial photos of San Francisco's brand new, and I'm sure they're very proud of their open-air drug market that's going on there. That's right. The third biggest city in America has an open-air drug market. That proves why the city's woke effort to connect homeless addicts to rehab is not working as users shoot up, pass out, and scatter their needles all over. Isn't that amazing? The center, located at 1172 Market Street in the United Nations Plaza, in the Tenderloin neighborhood of San Francisco, is equipped to serve up to 100 people at a time. Just come on in and shoot up. Unbelievable. I mean, I'm looking at pictures of it. It's fucking gross. There's a dude... I don't know, is that a dude or a chick in a wheelchair shooting up right there in the lake? Yeah, that's what I want to see. When I go to San Francisco, I want to see a guy taking a shit and coughing up fucking lung butter on the streets. Man, oh, man. Isn't it? I mean, come on. It's beyond sad, isn't it now? It, 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 this is right in the middle of downtown San Francisco. Oh, my God. Man, seeing these pictures, I'm glad. No, no offense to everybody living. I'm glad that that is not in my state. I know it's starting to take over Austin, and, and that's what Austin wants to look like. But good God. Dear Lord, a hundred picking people at a time. How long does it take? Like, are the lines for the shoot-up clinic longer than the lines for COVID testing? It seems that way, doesn't it? Jesus. 
even though homicides are up 50% this year, hey, at least at least everything else is down almost as much. Okay, here, I, I do have a question. I, I, I have this question. I've had it for a while, Ask Family. Maybe you could help me out with this. I get really upset when I see a homeless person with an animal. Like, like the animal didn't want to be homeless. And I, I get, you know, that some people don't want to leave their dogs and things like that. Am I wrong? Am I wrong when I see somebody, a bum or whatever vagrant it is, and they have a dog? That really upsets me. That, that, that pisses me off. But I'm just wondering, is that wrong of me to be pissed off? And do they get to shoot themselves up, or is it administrated by a professional shooter-upper? <laughs> Your curiosity is running wild. Uh, a shooter-upper. You almost want to put the finger guns to that, gin, don't you? A shooter-upper. But you know it's wrong. You, you know that's wrong. Okay, so Alicia says, no, not at all. Oh, my God, yes, it's cruel. They're all around Sacramento. I, I hate it. And I, I look, I, I have pretty much a hard rule that I don't give any money to the homeless people. I, I just don't. Not when I hear there are all these jobs out there, but, you know, it, it I never give them money. Now, I'm not cruel to them. I don't make them do push-ups or anything like I used to. I, I made a guy one time do jumping jacks. He did more than me, but yeah, I hope so. He's living in the streets, walking everywhere. His cardio is way better than mine. Uh, now I'm torn. If the option is the animals to shelter alone and maybe going to die due to overcrowding, then yes, I support homeless people having a dog. Heck, often those dogs get more love and respect than people with homes. Okay. Hey, look, and, and look, there is no. I don't think there is necessarily a right or a wrong here. It's just the way I feel, and I'm not going to change the way I feel. Bring back bum fights. Man, that was the way those people could make some money at least. Good old Rufus. Got the word tattooed bum fights on his head. I'll give them some cash just uh, to just food, $10. Man, I, I, I can't even do it anymore. I just, I, I just can't. Uh, no excuses here. The SBA, SBCA does not put them down anymore. I feel the opposite. Most people with homes uh, I see don't spend much time with their dogs, but most homeless I see spend all day with their dogs. They usually look well-fed. The dog doesn't know it's homeless. Okay. Hey, that's very – like I said, I, I these were my feelings that I had on it. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, what do Alec Baldwin and the government have in common? They both give free shots. I like that. That's good. That's real good. Uh, all right, we'll move on. That's just sad about San Francisco. It look, It looks so bad. Oh, uh, this next story. Uh, th- this next story might get your parents a little worked up. Just to let you know. 
and they're trying to make this a big race thing, but let, let, let's just take the race out of it. Hopefully we, we can. I, I don't know if we can or not, but hopefully we can. If you're forced to live in one city, which uh, ones? Okay, Zach just texted me. If I was forced to live in which of these two cities for the rest of my life, which one would it be? San Francisco or Portland? That was not too hard. I, You know what? I would pick San Francisco. I, I, I would pick San Francisco, A, because if I have to live there, at least I know there are people around me that are an hour and a half away or two hours away that I can get to. I don't know anybody in Portland. I, I've only been through Portland. I don't know any. I, I've seen people from Portland, and I don't want to be a person from Portland. So there you go. That That would be my choice. And the, just the further up you go, the crazier they get. Washington State, hello. Talking to you, you wackadoos. You crazy fucking wackadoos, you. All right. The family of an Ohio fourth grader is filing a federal civil rights lawsuit after their kid was forced to eat waffles that had been thrown in the trash. (laughs) Surveillance footage of the incident at Palm Elementary. 30 miles outside of Cleveland, proves the child's claims. The employee made the girl to eat the waffles. Monica Summers, Fredenstein, and the principal who looked on, Deborah Poliska, have been fired. Since the incident, the girl's mother, Latasha Williams, said that her daughter has changed and doesn't want to go to school. She says nobody else's child should ever go through something like this. She said her daughter, who fell ill from eating the food from the trash and that she lost her job after taking off work to take care for her. Hundreds of Caucasian kids have thrown away their lunches at Palm Elementary School and have never been made to eat the food from the garbage. So now, look, I can remember a time. There was a time when parents, if you threw away and wasted food, the parents would make you eat the food from the trash. We're talking about your own parents. We ain't talking about school mom and dad. We ain't talking about none of that. We're talking about regular old mom and dad. I mean, mom and dad had some pretty tough practices when it came to to eating. If you didn't like something, you didn't leave the dinner table. Some people sat at the dinner table for hours and hours and hours. Didn't eat. Now we're told that's cruel, that's unusual punishment. Oh, the child, oh, the poor child. But I think you can only do that at home. I never saw, I, I, I wish I would have seen this happen in school. This would have been badass if they, were, if they made a kid eat out of the trash. That would have been fucking awesome. Not for not for that kid, but for me to see something like that. That would be awesome. 
And you want to know why? Because now that person has a name. They're they're so-and-so the trash-eating kid. You didn't want to be known as so-and-so the trash-eating kid. But see, you've made it easy for us now at school to pick on another human being. A weaker human being. Hey, Waffle Trash. I mean, there's so many names you can go with. Hey, I'm throwing my shit away. You want to eat it? I mean, this is a whole semester worth of goods. The nine-year-old student, who is black, was ordered to finish her meal after the white lunch monitor, identified as Monica Summers Fredenstein, fished the lunch from the trash bin at the elementary school. Oh, man. You had to fish it out like it wasn't sitting on top. Oh, that's a little on the gross side now. Mmm. Forcing kids to finish all their foods leads to eating disorders. Yeah, look at me. Uh, See, I have my tough practice and rules, but the school does not have the same rights as me. The same ability to enforce my wants or rules. Dear Lord, if a fucking lunch lady made my child pick up anything from the trash and eat it, oh, it would be on. Bitch would not have a job, and my lawsuit would be very costly and noisy and public. Telling them to eat veggies before they can have dessert teaches them veggies are bad and dessert is good. Uh, so what we're teaching them is the truth, that veggies are bad. Yes, vegetables are very bad. Dessert is very good. You got to take the good with the bad. There you go. I would love to see this. how this would have gone over. I mean, this is one of those days in school. You, 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 you hoped and wished for these days where t- somebody does something so absolutely, positively stupid. Like, this is like when you drive up and you see a car accident. And if you were there like three minutes before, you would have seen it happen. You're like, oh, man, damn it. That's all. That's what this is. My kid comes running home to me, daddy, daddy, daddy. Be like, you got the test? Yes, you can hear my daddy. Daddy, daddy, a teacher made a girl eat something out of the trash can today. Hell, that might get me more involved in the fucking school. You got teachers making kids eating trash? Shit, here's a check for the PTA. That's my kind of school. Xavier in first grade got in trouble because he was talking during a quiet lunch, and the lunch monitor, who actually job title was Spanish liaison, pulled my son and his bestie up to the front of the lunchroom and humiliated them, made them cry, told them to go to the office for more punishment. Teacher called me after lunch, quite concerned as Xavier had never been a problem, and now he's apparently being sent home. When I was done with my tirade, that lady had never allowed to cross out her lane. Not allowed to be a lunch monitor for any child that did not speak Spanish. 
She had to apologize to me, to my son, and his friend in front of the lunchroom. This mom won. Fuck, you don't cross Jen. Don't fuck around with Jen. She will fuck your shit up. And by the way, by the way, why did teacher make her eat the the trash food? Wasn't like the teacher made it. I don't care if it's provided by the school or not. You don't make a kid eat trash. See, see, here's the thing. This is where mom and daddy can get away with it. Mom and daddy can get away with it because mom and daddy paid for the food. Not that it's right to make your kid eat trash, but it's a lesson. This is set up for a revenge action movie. The kid grows up and whips staff members' asses and works her way to the boss that made her eat trash. There's a soggy waffle. Ta 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 ta. Disgusting to treat a child like an animal. Those adults shouldn't have just fired, but should have been forced to eat out of the trash cans at an assembly in front of the entire school. I like that. I wish we could do stuff like that. I, I I wish that we could have like revenge type sentences for these people. I think that would that would deter a lot. At least I'd be entertained by it. Hey, I'm ready for fucking online fucking executions. I'm ready to watch that shit. Jen shits in a lady's mouth after beating her ass until there's Lego that ego, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that takes balls. I, I, I gotta say, it takes balls. Boy, seeing this lady's hair, she's got balls. That is the weirdest hairstyle I've ever seen. She looks like a member of The Simpsons. She's like Sideshow Bob's mom. Is there video? Oh, there better not be video of it. No, they just have still pay. Oh, 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 dear Lord. Yep, we got to play this. If I could describe Culver. Uh, if I could describe Culver's, uh, the, uh, I'd say it's really overrated and it's good, but it ain't that good. More of a true blue family than anything. Yeah, okay, good. Good for you, Culver's. A video today from the cafeteria of Palm Elementary showing a nine-year-old student throwing away a package of food into a trash can. Immediately, a school staff member removed the food, wiped it off, and gave it back to the student. An investigation found the principal then told the student to eat the food. Both the staff member and principal were terminated from their positions last month. Well, well, she she wiped it off. (laughs) Zebra shoes are the easiest shoes to put on. Just shut up. Nobody cares about your damn shoes. Oh, man, she wiped it off. Did she mama or, or grandma it off? Like, did she spit on it? She lick it and then, then wipe it off? Oh, come on. My grandmother, I, I love Edna to death, and I know y'all love Edna stories, and I got one for you. Edna always wore these blouses that had pockets. She had to have her pockets whether it was in her slacks 
or whether it was in her blouse. She had to have pockets. She had to have pockets because she kept napkins in there. Okay? I ain't talking about, like, Kleenex. I'm talking about the, the old square dinner napkins that you get, or picnic napkins, whatever the fuck they are. She kept her, her pockets loaded with those because she had some sort of a, I don't know, reflux, the kind of type, I don't know, where she was always hawking up loogies. I ain't going to do it because I know it grosses people out, so I ain't going to hawk up no loogies. I'm not going to, you know, that's how, but that was her all day. And, and she would take the, the, the she'd take the napkins and go <laughs> spit it in there and put it in her pocket. Now, if I ever sneezed as a kid and I was around Grandma, I knew I was going to get handed a nasty, spitty napkin. And I was like, no. I can just watch Grandma fucking wipe that food off with one of them spitty napkins and hand it back. Here you go. Mm-mm-mm. That was, that was the worst. Like, I think of all the things Grandma did. I mean, painting the car with blue house paint, that was, that's so far down on the list. She would keep her rolls, like like when you go to the grocery store and you get your biscuits and shit like that. You don't ever keep them in the freezer. That's where Grandma kept them. She kept them in the freezer. She popped them things out, tried to bake them. Those fucking biscuits came out like fucking hockey pucks. Can't freeze yeast. Come on now. Oh, God, she was so bad at She was so bad at everything in the kitchen. But everywhere else, she was awesome. Everywhere. I mean, everything she did was so funny. Oh, we aren't going to pay that for this. Here, let's just change the price tag. Okay, Grandma. I got the Millennium Falcon for $2.99. I was the happiest kid in the world. Uh, my, my, my favorite, one of my all-time favorites was the, I, I don't have a lot of favorite times that I got in trouble, and it was worth it. Like, like this one. This one was totally worth it because I don't know what my parents were thinking. So, uh, you know, Grandma was getting on in her age, and she, she was still living with George at the time, her husband. And I'd still spend the weekends over there. But I'm starting to get up to, like, you know, 13 or 14 to where I kind of don't need to spend the entire weekend with Grandma and Grandpa anymore. Um, and they decide to get Grandma cable because she complains that we don't visit her enough and she doesn't have anything to do, so my dad's going to get her cable TV. And he's going to get it installed on the day that I'm there. <laughs> so the cable guy comes out. And this is back, look, look this is old school. I'm going to tell you how old this is. The remote control had a wire It was like this big cord that just followed the remote control around. 
So, Cable Guy's installing it, and he goes, well, what packages do you want me to program in? Grandma didn't know what that meant. George didn't know what that meant. Arnie knew what that meant. Uh, We'll just get, like, the movie channels, and uh, I think they want a couple of the adult channels. All right. I laugh at this because I forget how funny it was. It wasn't funny at the time. I mean, I, I got in trouble, and I had to pay for it. But it was still funny looking back on it. So uh, Grandma gets cable. They put it in no time. I mean, some apartment complex, bang, 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 boom, bang. Cable's in, right? Now Grandma has like fucking 500 channels. She's got HBO, Showtime, Cinemax. She's got fucking dirty channels. And I'm like looking where the dirty channels are. I'm like, okay, I know where those are for later. She's watching it. She's, you know, I, I remember fucking just watching TV over there. Nothing was said. You know, Dad Dad got, oh, everything got okay? Everything installed? Oh, yeah, everything's good. Everything's great. About a month goes by, Dad gets the first bill. Jesus Christ! What the hell is this? <laughs> it was like $300. And this is like way back when, when $300 was a shit ton of money. Like, part of that was the installation, but the other main part was all the movie channels, and it was so worth Yes, Alicia, so worth it. God damn it. Artie, did you know about this? I, I, I didn't know what to get, Dad. I said, just give her the, the, the first package. <laughs> I got away with it, for the most part. Like when I said, I just said to get this package because I'm like 12 or 13. They're like, no, he's not smart enough to figure that one out. And then they're like, you know what? He is kind of clever. I would not be surprised if he did this. (laughs) No context truth about Arnie. He bought his grandmother porn. I just wanted her to be happy. But, yeah, oh, my gosh, that was so funny. So funny. All right, another, another uh, ooh, teachers and children's story here. You, you parents, uh, see, I got you all angry about the, the eating trash story. Then I lulled you back in with a grandma story. Now I got another one for you. Y'all ready? Where'd my damn pen go? Did I lose it already? Jesus, Arnie. Um, California mom takes legal action against school district after two teachers secretly manipulate her daughter, who's 11, into believing she was a transgender boy and gave tips on how to bind her breasts. Well, whoops-a-daisy here. This is the one you don't want to get caught with here. California mom Jessica Conan took actions against the Spreckles Union School District, claiming two teachers 
manipulated her daughter into changing her gender identity. I don't want to know how this works. I'm going to keep reading. Uh, The legal claim states the district was responsible for extreme and outrageous conduct that led students on a path towards transitioning as a boy. Yeah, Kale, right? So you're saying it's a choice. Uh, Ms. Cohen said that two middle school teachers who ran the school's equality club planted the seed that her daughter was bisexual in sixth grade. There is no such thing as the word sexual in sixth grade, God damn it. Mother claims she was kept in the dark by the school about a gender support plan created by administrators. She said her daughter was taught how to keep her breasts from developing. Conan said that during the remote learning away from school, her daughter was once again happy to identify as a girl. Wow. Hello, Agenda. Yeah, I, I, I thought they, they naturally knew that they were trans. They didn't have to be coerced. Morning ass. Wow. Knew I had day off and slept till 9. Either that I'm dying or something is usually wrong if I ever sleep 10 plus hours. Woo, aren't you... Uh, Sporter realized you were a day ahead yesterday. Yes, I, I did. I, I realized that yesterday. This is the old Christina Ricci now and then when she used duct tape to flatten her boobs. In Northern Virginia and Southern California, they do this all the time, even provide hormone therapy without permission. And this is where we have to say enough is enough. We, we really do. I, look, I, I've never been a parent. I don't know how hard it is, and I'm not going to assume that I know how hard it is because that would be a giant put-down to you parents out there. I, I, I honestly, I, I'm at my wit's end when it comes to this whole trans thing. I, I, I'm at my wit's end because... I don't know when to to say anything or don't say anything. If you don't say anything and you're supposed to say something, you're an asshole. If you say something and you're not supposed to say something, you're an asshole. So I might as well just stay on the whole asshole kick here and just tell you this right here, right now. It's not the school's place to help your kid come out. Come out as gay, come out as trans. It's not the school's job. I think that's the first thing that we all need to realize, that we all need to kind of take that to the bank and say this isn't the place. School's not the place. Because having teachers do this kind of thing what V. Coop is talking about with the hormone without parent permission, that is a real thing that happens. And who knows, maybe the kids don't want it to happen, but they have this charismatic teacher that they love so much that's guiding them down that road. And why are they guiding them down that road? That's, the que- that's my main question is, 
is why would you want a kid who isn't that way? Why would you guide them down that road? Is it to to get more of them? You're trying to make them now? This whole thing, I'm just... I I can't imagine what the, the real trans people have had to live through and the struggles they've had in their lives because there's something wrong with their brain that or in in their body they didn't mix up you know you you are a woman you know you're a woman but you have the parts of a man do i think those really exist yes but nowhere near the level of what we're seeing right now Uh, Do you think this is brought on by kids who can't share themselves at home, kids who have to hide what they are or feel due to their parents being closed-minded? Like, I don't think it's the school's place to help my kid obtain hormone therapy. It's their place to recognize that the child may be uh, having mental issues due to underlying factor. If the parents would just open their fucking eyes and love what they have regardless, this would be an option issue and maybe would have money in our schools for other things like smaller classes and field trips. Well, there's a lot of stuff in there that, Jen, you're absolutely right on. Number one, it all comes down to the parents. Yes, parents, 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 parents. But it's not against the law to be a bad parent. We don't like them, but it's not against the law. If you're not hurting your child, you're not doing anything, you're just a bad parent, you're just a shitty parent, that's not against the law. And we all know that there are going to be bad, shitty parents out there all the time. And what people are doing, Jen, is they're taking advantage of what you're saying. That since we know there are bad, shitty parents there all the time, we're going to go ahead and take over because we're going to assume that all the parents are bad and shitty. Because that's what we've done with police officers. That's why we want to defund the police is because all police are bad and shitty. And I know that few parents are bad and shitty. And few cops are bad and shitty. But in this day and age, when, when, when you get these opportunities to invoke your beliefs onto someone, because nobody's listening to you your whole life, and now you have a, a young mind that you could shape completely, of course they're going to take advantage of that. It's the same thing, uh, why it make people wear masks, behavior control, yep. I am not blessed with children, but goddamn, I would kill them, motherfuckers. <laughs> How do you know you're a woman since you have never actually felt those feelings? Maybe you're just a faggy man or a butch woman. I think it's sad if a kid can't go to their parents. And, and by the way, None of this is it. What if those kids in this school district here were told not to go to their parents by this teacher? Or the teacher wouldn't help them anymore. Then I got to look at the parents again and say, wait, wait, wait. Why don't you have a relationship with your kid to where they come to you whenever anything is even a little bit off?
It's sad. But, uh, hey, this is the thing. This is the world that we've allowed, we've created. I know I say that all the time, but it's true until we all actually do something about it and say no or stop or you've got to be out of your fucking mind. It's going to continue to go like this. Why is it a bad, shitty person? Because their religious beliefs believe homosexuality is wrong and immoral. Do their beliefs just get pushed aside? I think it goes way beyond shitty parents. Oh, absolutely. Look, look, look. There are going to be people out there that believe that exactly what Mike D just said. Because they're they're raised in a, a very religious household. There's nothing wrong with that. Right? Well, then we have to ask how religious. By the way, those parents, do you want to know why those parents get pushed aside? Who think that way? It's because we've allowed it. See, we've allowed them to get pushed to the side because we don't want to say anything and we don't want to come out and go, shut your mouth, they're not homophobic. This is what they believe. They don't think it, this is this, this is the whole music thing that I was talking about just the other day. We can lump this in here. Instead of realizing what I'm saying is I don't care for this musical artist, all people hear is you think they suck. No, I just don't like them. But what they hear is, oh, you think they suck. When I hear somebody religiously say, well, you know, in our teachings and our beliefs, we don't believe in homosexuality. We don't believe in it. We don't. Doesn't mean you can't. But what that other group hears is, oh, you're anti-gay. No, I'm not anti-gay. It's just we don't believe in it. It's not for us. See, we used to allow people to have different ideas and different trains of thoughts when everything. It's when everybody got all these brand new rights all of a sudden. Like the right to be offended at a comedy show. We've allowed it to where people are walking up on stage with the comedians. It's happened again. Walk up on my stage and see what happens. Walk up there and see what happens. You might get stabbed in the fucking throat. I'm not going to let you walk up there. This is my show. Nobody came to see you, and if I said something that pissed you off, then fucking leave. It's that simple. Just leave. Get out. But we don't have that anymore. We have Karens now. We've allowed our society to, to, to speak up on whatever they fucking feel like. Karens lose their mind over parking spaces or people in neighborhoods, and then they just start screaming. Oh, that walk up on my stage and see what happens. That got my fingers gun blazing. Pew, pew. <laughs> but all these people think they, they, that they have all these rights all of a sudden. I have the right to do that. you know, And we have the right to brainwash your child. 
No, you actually don't. You're just their teacher. You're there to teach them about... I don't even know why you're teaching fucking this whole trans idea. You're the math guy. Eventually, eventually this is going to stop. Ask family, I'm here to tell you. I'm here to re-encourage you that this will all stop someday. When? I have no idea, but it will all stop. The cairns of the world will all go away. When I say all go away, it'll be so underreported then when it does happen because there are just people out there that have to be that way. Cairns will have gone away. We'll be back to our old ways of getting along as best we can where everything won't be racist. Everything is not anti-this because you don't like it. We'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll get there again someday. Is it in my lifetime? I really hope so. I enjoyed that America. I enjoyed that America a lot. That allowed jokes to be told. That, that, that allowed people to have fun and clown around and not be so serious and correct everybody on everything. I don't know if it's the the people that that have to be right about everything or at least have to be heard about everything, if they're the ones winning it right now. I, I'm not sure. Or if it's the be nicers of the world. You know, the people that tell you to always be nice. Oh, be nice. Fuck off. I, I don't know who's in charge right now. All good, Hang. I, I'd hope those parents who don't agree try their best to change their outlook. When you truly believe in something and in that belief you feel it's harming your kids uh, would suck. Glad I never had to deal with it. I can't put a blanket uh, on those type of parents, but I can try to see both sides. I think the problem is with these schools and government we've allowed to raise our kids. Sad, but that's what I see. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You are allowing the, the schools to raise your children. There's no doubt about that. Not at all. And you're okay with it. You're, you're more than okay with it. You have to be okay with it, and you have to be more than okay with it because it's affording you the lifestyle that you want. You know, your kid wears the best clothes in the whole school. Dad drives a Mercedes E, or not non-E class. He drives an S-class Mercedes. Mom drives an S-class Mercedes. You live in a great house. Maybe you have a boat. I don't know. I don't know if you're the boating type. But that costs money. How do you get money? By working. Mom and dad work all the time. Leave you to be. Is it worth it? I don't know. Like Dalton, be nice until it's time not to be nice. Damn right. That was awesome. 
That right there from the greatest movie ever released. Roadhouse. Damn right. Just recognize. Just leave the kids out of it, for God's sakes. Jesus. Finally watched it recently. Can say it was the best part of Roadhouse is Arnie's clip of Roadhouse. Like, I had the movie all hyped in my head, and it just did What? You watched the wrong Roadhouse movie. There's no way. You must have been suffering from COVID or something. You watch that and Urban Cowboy back-to-back, you're ready to go. You're ready to swing on somebody. Uh, sent you a funny email. Okay, let's see. Will I get this email? Look over here. No, wait, there we go. Okay. Let's see. Watch Obi Nice on YouTube. There we go. Well, it won't play. Why won't it play? Oh, because my computer froze up. Is that what it is? Could that be it? Okay, let's let's try that again. Let's open that one up again. Uh, um, nope. Watched it all the way through, and it's your fault. Playing that damn hyping Roadhouse, and then watch the movie just flop. Oh God, I hate hearing that. I hate hearing that you did not enjoy one of the greatest movies of all time ever made. The legend known as Roadhouse. Oh, be nice! (laughs) That's not bad. Drop that zero and get with the hero. Yeah! Now it's at my fingertips, motherfuckers! Drop that zero and get with the hero. Boom! Vanilla Ice just ruined your day. I tried Urban Cowboy. Oh, I could not get through it. I tried. Oh, no, Jen. No. No. You have to watch Urban Cowboy. Let me know. Who, who's, it, who, who's better? Is it Pam or is it Sissy? I mean, to be honest, it took me two tries to get through Top Gun. God damn, that's a pro-America movie. That's America at its finest, playing volleyball without your shirt on. That's America. Now, these last couple stories, very, 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 very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, I was cool with the... It caring for Roadhouse, but Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy is probably one of the next to Smoking the Bandit. The, I I I don't think of a movie that is better. Smoking the Bandit. Urban Cowboy, probably Roadhouse. Probably probably in that order. Just say. Now, which one should I start with? Oh. Oh, I'll start with this one. Wait, let's. Where, where, where's the music I need here? Ah, oh, there it is. Oh. 
wouldn't you know the darndest thing happened. Shark attacks increased around the world in 2021, following three consecutive years of decline. Well, isn't that odd? Even though beach closures in 2020 caused by the COVID pandemic could be making things seem more dramatic. No. Researchers with the International Attack File, Shark Attack File, SHAF, recorded 73 unprovoked incidents last year, compared to only 52 the year before. International Shark Attack File Manager Tyler Bowling that this was the lowest bite total in 2020 in a decade. Even COVID affected sharks. Florida has led the US and the rest of the world in unprovoked shark attacks for the past three decades. That's that, that that's 30 years. Okay, enough of the damn music, okay. Single fatal unprovoked shark attack in the US in 2021 was in California. A man was killed while boogie boarding. I remember that he was a doctor. Now, now that's not the really, really one. This is the big one right here. So the next time that you're having a conversation with somebody, you said, you know, I know this guy, Arnie. He does this comedy thing where he talks about how nature is not your friend and how shark attacks. Oh, I, I've heard of that guy. That guy's a moron. That guy's a moron because sharks don't even like the way people taste. Well, maybe not people, but Americans? Well, that's a different story. A recent study determined that there was an increase in the number of fatalities related to shark bites. They also concluded that the risk of being bitten by a shark remains extremely low unless you're an American. That's right. The United States led the way of unprovoked shark attacks which means one thing and one thing only. There's something in their snooter that they're smelling, and they smell American, and they want to bite it. They like the taste of Americans. We've got proof right here. Proof that sharks like the taste of Americans. So now I implore you people, Now that you have all the information at your fingertips, why are you still going out in shark-infested water? You know they like the taste of Americans. They're biting you at an all-time high rate, and, and there are more sharks now than ever. I mean, we're at like DEFCON 2 right now. I am so ready to, to, to hopefully, you know, acquire some sort of submarine-type 
vehicle that has machine guns on it, and I can just shoot all sharks. Juicy Smollett's going to go to the beach now and fake an attack. I got bit by a shark, man. Oh, let's see. So if we changed our diets to be less American and maybe spoke with an accent as we entered the water, we're safe? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't have all the re- research right now. All I know is that last year, with 73 unprovoked bites worldwide, 43 happened in America. Uh, hello? Is it me you're looking for? And it was wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> Damn, Joe Biden, he hired these sharks. Fucking A, Joe. Really, you're going to sink to that level of, of hiring sharks? What a stupid son of a bitch. Why? Well, I think you're a pretty stupid son of a bitch, too. What a stupid son of a bitch. You're a stupid son of a bitch. What a stupid son of a bitch. You're a stupid son of a bitch. Now stop. Hey, Jen, I know the rules. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 wait. Oh, I'm just reading the words that they're writing. Unprovoked. Uh, you know where I stand. I stand right there. I stand right there with you. That you are in that shark's living room. I'm telling you right now, if a shark just showed up one day in my living room, I'm going to be kicking his ass out of there too. No, no one said that person was here. Yeah, you, you got to work harder than that one. Yeah, that, that, yeah you got to be better than that one. We talked about that person yesterday, how they can- canceled their uh, their residency in Vegas, how they pretty much fucked Vegas over. Adele. Yeah, that, oh, there it is. Okay, here we go. Nice. Yeah. Hello. Shut up, bitch. It's me. Nobody cares. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. What, so you can ghost me like you did those people in Vegas that spent good money on your tickets and and you didn't like the way the sets were being built, so you pulled the plug on it all and then blamed COVID? That's bad, girlfriend. That's bad. Honey, hush. Uh, heck, not even shark. If someone that I did not know just walked in my living room, going to bite him, kick him something? Oh, absolutely. Let alone a shark. I mean, sharks, look, man, sharks are going to be in their living room doing something. Maybe, I don't know, a seal fucking swims through there, and he, he's like, racha to him, too. But a human comes through there, that's double racha. You know you're fixing to get it. You know you're fixing to get it. Yet you did it anyway. You dumb shit. All right, that is going to uh, do it for the show today. Tomorrow, the one, the only, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be on, and we will be talking football. We'll be talking all sports or all kind of uh, football-related stories and all that kind of stuff, too. 
Uh, so today, enjoy the rest of this glorious and happy Pump Day! Pump Day! Pump and, Day! And we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Till then, adios, everybody. He was sitting there beside me throwing doubles down When he ordered up his third one He looked around and Then he looked at me And said, I do believe I'll have one more He said, I hate this bar And I hate to drink But on second thought Tonight I think I hate everything Then he opened up his billfold And threw a twenty down And a faded photograph fell out And hit the ground And I picked it up He said, thank you, bud I put it in his hand He said, I probably ought to throw this one away Cause she's the reason I feel this way Why I hate everything Why I hate my job And I hate my life And if it weren't for my two kids I'd hate my ex-wife I know I should move on Try to start again But I just can't get over her Leaving me for him Then he shook his head And looked down at his ring Said I hate everything Said that one bedroom apartment Where I get my mail Is really not a home It's more like a jail With a swimming pool and a parking lot view Man, it's just great I hate summer Winter, fall, and spring Red and yellow Purple, blue, and green I hate everything I hate my job And I hate my life and if it weren't for my two kids, I'd hate my ex-wife. I know I should move on and try to start again. But I just can't get over her leaving me for him. And then he shook his head and looked down at his ring. And said, I hate everything. drinks and I told him thanks 
Thanks for everything. Guess what day it is? Is outside waiting to arrest him.